Okay, so I can see it says we're recording. So mm-hmm. you probably got a warning when you came in. So we're, we're good there. You can hear my audio. So we're good there. Are we good to start or not? Yeah. I see your orange shirt. That's right. It just says Independence Day or something. Yeah. Here we go. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kyledrahenson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot U.S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R. episodes four which is called cornered and five which is called rampage um and we have uh we're going to spend a a large amount of time reviewing the obi-wan kenobi trailer that came out last week and we've got another news article too and then of course we're going to go through the episodes uh scene by scene sound good sounds good Mm -hmm. yeah so Let's get get started here. It's time for the news. And hopefully uh, on the YouTube stuff, you can see my screen. Um, This happens to be the article we're talking about. Really, the reason I'm sharing my screen is is because of the trailer. So so the first one is is, uh, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, trailer, there was uh, several scenes that showed inquisitors and this article is gonna is talking about the inquisitors it's from uh, slashfilm.com and um it's basically going through the different types that are there so um were there three of them or did that or or that one i think there's i think there's at least three there might i think i saw four i think i saw four yeah there's one of the hats so um, the thing to know about the the Inquisitors is they're um, commissioned by Darth Vader to find the uh, whatever Jedi's are left. Um, and uh, Jedi in exile turning. Blah, 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 blah. Let's see, so which is yeah, all, so, this is all right, right before New Hope. Yes, right, exactly, exactly. So um, Obi-Wan Kenobi takes place um, nine years after uh, 
what's the last one? Revenge of the Sith, I think, or is it? Uh, yeah, I think that's the last one. And then, um, which is, um, there's a 15 year gap between um, Revenge of the Sith. You know, I guess it's the Clone Wars, and then it's uh, New Hope, right? So there's a 15 year gap there, and yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi takes place nine years into that 15 year gap. So it's around that time, nine or 10 years. Um, so, yeah, so um, you were talking about there's an Inquisitor with a weird, uh, you know, dome-shaped hat. That's um, one it that looks we like see. Hat. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Kind of does, yeah. And um, I think that's um, Brother the Fifth, maybe. And then there's the Grand Inquisitor. And um, then we have the female one. Um, which uh, there's two female ones I think that we saw in the clip, and we'll we'll, we'll look through the clip a little bit more. But um, this guy I here, is, one. there's two. So there's the there's the one who didn't have a helmet on the whole time. The the girl with the, the black gal. Yeah, her name's her name's Reva. Um, yeah. it stands for something else longer, but she goes by Reva. And then there's another girl that has um um like. I don't know, little skin nodules that come down that kind of look like they're, uh, you know, could be hair, but it's actually skin or something. And it's, uh, oh, okay. uh, you saw her sitting at the table when they were in the uh, Inquisitor's, uh, you know, whatever that building is that we come up on in the, in the trailer um, that's in the ocean. What planet is that? The ocean um, planet? Or the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is that it's, where it's a, is that, it's a, it's is that a where Ray? No, it's Ray. It's a moon oh. that's in the um, Mustafar system. So it's next to the, okay. it's close to that planet where um, Darth Vader's little building is or whatever that we see in some of the movies. Okay. You know, it's got the lava. So it's not where all the wreckage was where Ray went out with the. No, this is a, this is a different planet. Um, my band. No, I'm. You're fine. I'm looking at this um, article for, and I'm not seeing the information I wanted to see. Apparently, but I thought this was a good article, but I guess it's not. It it doesn't really tell us much about these guys. Um. So you know, it says here also that inquisitors don't have um force capabilities. Um, they. They could have some of them could have some, but most of the inquisitors don't have force capabilities. Some of them are, uh, you know, Jedi's that kind of didn't make it all the way through, um, or they have a grudge against them or something. Oh, okay. uh, what else does it say? Source uh, 66. They have, um, you know, females are called sisters and males are called brothers, of course. And mm -hmm. apparently there's uh, 10 to 12 of them at some point in, uh, if you include Legends, I think there's 12 different um, Inquisitors. Um, and the thing to remember here is, is um, these Inquisitors are, are, they're all there at the time of Obi-Wan Kenobi. But if you remember in Rebels, the Inquisitors in there, um, and there might have been a, a few of them in Clone Wars too, but um majority of those inquisitors are are dead um before 
uh, New Hope because Rebels takes place before New Hope too. Um, yeah, and they they kill most of the Inquisitors um, during that time period. Um, not necessarily our guys, but other people kill them too. Um, you know, I think we'll see Obi Wan Kenobi might kill one or two. Who knows? Uh, it says uh, the Grand Inquisitor was the one that was killed by uh, um, Kanan Jarrus. Um, you know, from Rebels. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, uh, what does it say? Oh, I can shoot. <laughs> That's cool. Shoot what? I can zoom on my screen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um. Oh, I won't go back up. Go back down. I want to see that guy. Yeah. Hey. No. Know who that? What that move? What that's from? It's from that uh, Netflix show um, that everybody was talking about. Uh, one where Korean uh, people play a game. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that one's a. Yeah. But all these inquisitors are going to be around. Well, you got to remember, mean, this I time mean, is the is the height of the inquisitors, so. Um, that means that that means that they're going to be all over the universe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see here in the trailer. Um, you know, their headquarters is that building that's in the middle of the water. Yeah. And let's let's go ahead and play the trailer. Let me. Make that's a cool shit. Yeah. So, you know, we start out here. This is obviously Tatooine, and we've got. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi walking there on his little animal he's dragging here. The fight is done. The fight is done. We lost. Lost. He's obviously depressed. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Stay hidden. We're looking at this picture here. There's three here, yes. So this one is the one I was telling you about that's got the little uh, tentacle things or whatever, skin tentacles at the back. This okay. is the guy with the with the helmet that you said was... Oh. Okay. This is, uh, this is the girl here. This is the black girl right there. Where? So as you can see, so out of these three, the Grand Inquisitor is not in this picture. See that? All right, they're the black girl, yeah. Yeah, she's the one that's standing up in the back. Yeah. See a stormtrooper on one side of her and the other side of the door. Yeah. Zooming in on all of them. Yeah, so that... The tentacles is interesting. Yeah, so... So that was a a scene where someone's hanging upside down there. Not upside down, but hang. someone's been hung and everybody's like, what's going on? And that's... Compassion... Leaves a trailer. Owen Lars. 
Inquisitor again. The Jedi code is like an itch. Who's That's, that? That was some um, admiral, which, let me see. I've got it in my notes here. Compassion. Owen. Riva. Edition. Uh, where is it at? Most Eisley, an unknown woman in gray, empirical, regular. Mandalorian? No, I don't think so. It says uh, it says unknown woman, so we've never that means we've never oh. seen her before. Okay. Um let me continue. He There's the technical one. You see her? Yeah. There's the tentacles right there. You can see them on the yeah. thing. Oh, okay, now I see it. And that robot there is supposed to be a new kind of robot that we've never seen in the show either. Well, that's a... I thought, that one? I thought that was yeah. a... That was like the big uh, black droid. That was a... Yeah, the one it, yeah it's, it's not quite. Um, it could be similar. Um, but it's not quite. It's a little That's different. That's pretty cool. These, the, the problem with this trailer, part of it is it's so dark, you can't see very much yeah. stuff very well. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Brandon Twister. There's the other guy. Yeah, see? The, uh, That's why I said it's a pirate's hat. Yeah. <laughs> From the front. And, and those ships are supposed to symbolize the two different ships. One was Luke's and one was Leia's when they got, oh. you know, transported off after, you know, they got okay. at birth or whatever. That was the and this is supposed to be, it's, it looks like a mystery person. We don't know who it is. They've got a glove on and they're touching something on the wall. And... I think that this is maybe Darth Vader, but I don't That's know. That's Darth Vader. That's Darth Vader. It could be. It looks like it, doesn't it? But look, wait, hold on. It looks I don't like know a what he's touching reach. there. It looks like a glove reaching out to a glove. It looks like two hands. No, it's a, sh it's a shadow. It's a shadow? It's a sh okay. Yeah, it's just a shadow. Um, I think whatever was on the wall meant something, and I don't yeah. know it. And we see these birds here. These are, um, this is supposed to be hinting that people are saying that it's hinting that possibly Ahsoka is going to be in the show. Yeah. Because one of the things in, um, I think it was in Clone Wars where she, uh, you know, there was some sort of weird owl that she was always talking to or whatever when she was mm -hmm. going from world, the other world thing, between the world mm -hmm. things. This is supposed to symbolize that green owl that she was talking to. And there's a whole bunch of them that come out of there. Um, you see the <laughs> picture again. About five or six of them there. Yeah, the um, back cave. That's so cool. Darth Vader, 
Oh my god. I'm looking at that. I'm looking at uh I think that's 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 uh, what's her name? The bounty hunt, female bounty hunt. Oh their compassion. Oh, no, no. no, I'm leaves a trail. Benick? The Jedi is like I'm talking about No, I'm talking about something else. Fennec is the female He cannot help it. Okay. Well, anyway, so that's the trailer. Um, you know, if you're on audio podcast, you didn't really get to see all the video that we saw, but um, you know, we kind of we can kind of go over it more if if you want to, Scott. Sure. Um, so, so I got some notes here. The trailer begins with Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, he's in, you know, his exile that he went put himself in, and he says, "The fight is done. We lost." Um, that's, uh, you know, I guess referring to the Clone Wars. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe you know we're going to see a lot of him dealing with depression or something like that. Um, he uh, looks through his glasses and. And sees Luke Skywalker doing the little hand thing. I'm gonna stop sharing. I think, he's, I think he's trying to. He had a visor on. He's doing virtual reality, or he's pretending to be a um, pilot. Yeah, pilot for the pod racing. Yeah, that's it. Um. Yeah. So it says it's a. Blah, 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 play same place. Luke, Luke Skywalker is 10 year old son. So Luke's like 10 years old there. Obi-Wan watches him. Um, and then we see, uh, we start to see Inquisitors, um, which are going to be the big bad in this uh, series, apparently. Which, uh, I mean, I, I can, I'll be fine with just a couple episodes, but I don't want them to be there the entire time. I want more than just. Inquisitors and Obi Wan Kenobi, but I read something and I can't. I, I read something and I talked to somebody, my sergeant, and he's like a platinum member, of whatever Disney Society, Star Wars Society, and he says the final episode is going to be be just fighting dark, fighting Darth Vader. Could be. While we uh, have the Inquisitors going across the screen and stuff, um, the Grand Inquisitor says the key to hunting Jedi is patience. (laughs) Sounds like Yoda. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) Jedi are good at hiding. so And most of them are good hunters, too. Um, yeah, so it says, uh, the, uh, building that we saw is the Inquisitor base. Um, and then he says something about the Jedi can't help what they are. Compassion leaves a trail. So he's basically saying the way to find them is to be patient and to find, um, you know, where something good's happened recently and you probably find a Jedi. Uh, and then we see 
Obi-Wan on the, uh, the weird train thing that's you know covered up and there's a bunch of people in it. Um, and that's it's kind of natural. interesting. Yeah, it's a transport <laughs> of some sort, yeah. Uh, it's it's the bus system, yeah, exactly. The metro. Um, does he think that? Does he think that he has to keep his head down the whole time that everybody's going to recognize him? Because every time you see him, he has his head down. Well, he doesn't want to be recognized by somebody who he doesn't know is you know an imperial or something or or whatever. Um, what are, has there ever been said a price on their heads? Well, I mean that's kind of what Darth Vader did with the Inquisitors is he, they get paid I think they get paid per Jedi that they take get rid of, you know. But have we ever seen that they're the most most wanted board like at the no. post office with these people's picture? <laughs> no, but I but I know that um, you know, from what I've heard of heard Darth Vader is, is you know, it's um uh, Luke Skywalker's young, so it's not he's not on the radar right now, but yeah, you know, no. it's it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, which you know he's got a grudge against because he made him be like Darth Vader without mm-hmm. legs and all that stuff. Um and anybody else he knows, I mean, he, he he assumes that um Yoda's dead, but they don't have confirmation. Um no, yeah. so I'm sure they I'm sure he's got a top list, like you said, but um and I haven't read any of the, there's a lot of books around Darth Vader. Yeah. I haven't read very many of them. Um, you know, uh, the, but the inquisitors, they, he's kind of commissioned to do that work. Um, you know, the emperor has, is Darth Vader is the enforcer for the emperor and he kind of mm-hmm. has free reign to do what he wants. So, um, and they're in direct communication with Darth Vader. So as we know from Rebels and stuff, because they would tell him something and then he would appear and, you know, because he was interested in getting whoever was there. Yeah. Um, you know, like that one where he showed up with, with Ahsoka or whatever and and stuff. Uh, the, the Inquisitors can't jump rank and talk to the Emperor. I think I've seen some of them do talk to the emperor too. Um, but I think their direct contact usually is Darth Vader. Okay. Um, so, uh, cause it does say, it does say in a lot of the stuff I read that Darth Vader is in charge of the, the inquisitors. Uh, where is it? I saw it in here too. Well, Vader. Okay. Anyway, um, so, so there's that. So, okay, and then we see um, we see the guy that's hanging. We see the guy's boots hanging up in the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, Riva, Riva the, the Inquisitor, is there, I guess, uh, trying to get somebody to tell her something, I guess. You know, I'm going to assassinate a person every until someone says something. Kind of I, thing, think I, guess. Already, I, I think he was already hung. I think he was too, but I think she's going to hang someone else or kill someone else. Yeah. You know, every minute or something weird like that. Or, and wasn't the, what, wasn't the guy in the crowd looking down? Wasn't that, wasn't that, uh, uh, Owen, Owen Lars? Yeah. The, 
the that's the uncle of uncle of that's Keith and Luke Skywalker. Yes, that right. was him. That was him and um him and his wife, I think is uh I forget her name now. Um Rue, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. They're they're in here. I'm supposed to be several scenes that they're in. Um that we see them because uh even though Obi-Wan Kenobi doesn't really, you know, interact with Luke very much, he does with o- Owen a little uh, enough, you know, um, because, you know, they know his job is to kind of protect Luke, yeah. and that's why he's there. Uh, yeah, so Owen's there. Um, and then we see, okay, here it is. So this uh, planet that the um, uh, Inquisitors are on, with that building or whatever, is called Dayu, D-A-I-Y-U. Um, it says it's a new planet. Uh, meaning, like I said, we haven't probably seen it before, except maybe in books. Um, we see that one Inquisitor with the uh, pirate's hat in a, you know, like a shopping area that's got a lot of neon signs, which um, you really don't see a lot of that kind of stuff in Star Wars, neon signs and kind of thing. What was that? V7 or V71 or something like that? Yeah, I don't know what that is and. Um, you also got to think that, you know, they've got that different language they write stuff in. Yeah. You know, like when I'm we saw in Boba Fett. I'm just waiting for buildings. Coca-Cola or McDonald's or something like that. Yeah. Still a- That'd be funny. It probably, <laughs> they, they might. Uh, there was somebody. So a lot of that stuff was written in that Star Wars language that's got the weird yeah. shapes. Stuff. Remember in Boba Fett where the building had the scrollings yep. on it? That yep. was in a, in a specific language. And I saw a guy who had translated some of those signs. And one of them was like, um, said French fries. And one of them said something <laughs> like uh, fruits or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of shops and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So they use the planet. Uh, and then we see Re- Reva again on the rooftop searching for someone. Um, we see the guy in the streets and then we see Obi-Wan Kenobi in the shadows on top of a roof uh, getting, looks like he's up against something getting shot at. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the big black ship, like you said, that's the Inquisitor ship landing on Tatooine. Unknown woman in an Imperial Regala strides through the stretch of shrubby desert. <laughs> Um, and then we see close to the end of the trailer, uh, Rivia uh, threatens the guy with her red lightsaber um, in the kind of a crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, put, the, glo- the gloved hand is right which one, Yeah, I couldn't tell which one of them had a double. I know one of them have a double. Yeah, I think it's the Grand Inquisitor. You remember you saw the Grand Inquisitor spinning his uh, lightsaber? Yeah. In that one scene, that's a that's the double one. Okay. Um, a couple of them have it because um, you know I think we saw in Rebels they used it a lot to as a helicopter kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Um, that's right. Let's see, uh, and then we see the gloved hand, um, and it says brushes a strange symbol on the wall. Uh, and then we see uh, Reva again 
in an alleyway with somebody. Um, and this is on that planet, that uh, uh, Inquisitor's planet, I guess. They, uh, you, uh, and then I talk about the green birds after the explosion. Um, they aren't quite sure who is who Reva is fighting, but it looks like Obi Wan Kenobi. And then we see it says here we see Obi Wan Kenobi again um, as the title scrolls, and we're supposed to hear Darth Vader's breathing. And I I didn't quite hear Darth Vader's breathing at the breathing at the end there. Um, I did. But uh, I I've listened to it like four or five times, and I didn't quite hear it. Um, I heard like. The music and stuff, but I didn't hear any, you know, breathing. Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I didn't hear any of that. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, I mean, that was that's the entire thing. Uh, any uh, other thoughts about it? No. It's gonna be no. cool. It's gonna be a cool show, that's for sure. I, like I said, I, I hope they don't. Um, focus on certain things. I want to. I want to see a lot of Obi Wan Kenobi going around doing stuff, not just standing there staring at Luke Skywalker and being depressed, right? Yep. Um, I mean, I'm sure we could get some of that because there, supposedly there's going to be a flashback or two to the Clone Wars. Um, supposedly, there's two main battles or big battles with. Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, you know, some people are saying that there could be uh, there could be a another showdown with Darth Maul, but that's just kind of you know, maybe their wishful thinking kind of stuff. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, there's there's a lot that's gonna that could happen. Darth um, Maul would have to be something different. Well, I think at this point he would be the one that where he's got the the Try robot legs, right? Yeah. Um, oh, that's right, robot legs. Yeah. Yeah, because he got cut in half. Yeah. Obi Wan cut him in half, and he fell down that shaft. Um, oh, baby. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, end the news. The news. And do this. And now, a word from our sponsors. Does your bald head take a beating from shaving the sun and all of the things Mother Nature throws your way? Do ladies look at your dry, sunburnt head and cringe? Well, guys, there's a new product out there in the head care market that promises to rock your head. I mean, dome. Looks soft, clean, and touchable, and it's trending number one through social media and on YouTube. Introducing Dome Armor. It conditions with moisturizers like coconut oil and shea butter, protects with sunscreen up to SPF 45, and enhances your already sexy dome into an irresistible hands-on experience. Keep your head, I mean dome, safe and protected. Get dome armor. Now available in fresh bacon scent. Sure to get the ladies Mm. to come running in fine stores like Walmart and Lowe's. Oh, and for those still struggling with minor hair loss, try Grow Gain. This product will refresh, revitalize, and regrow hair on your dome. That's what I need. 
Uh, yeah, I had bacon on my burger today. It was good. And jalapenos. Hold on. Spoiler alert. Danger. You are about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. We are about to talk candidly and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again because you will be spoiled. So, uh, let's get into the episode discussion of The Bad Batch, episode season one, episode four, Cornered. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the episode you were talking to me about the other day where uh, um, we see Fennec Shand as the, uh, spoiler alert, we see Fennec Shand as the, um, you know, someone, who, bounty hunter that's after her. Yeah, bounty so the first scene is the Marauders traveling through space and Hunter proposes they go to Alda 4, um, but Wrecker says that planet's not inhabited and Hunter says, hey, that's that's the point. You know, we want to hide. We don't want to be, you know, where a bunch of people are. And then Omega complains that um, she's been stuck on Camino her, her whole life and she wants to explore. Mm -hmm. Um and Hunter disagrees and says we have to lay low. But then suddenly Tech says, oh, but we're almost out of fuel and rations. Um, and they're no longer serving the Galactic Republic, so they have to figure out a way to get that on their own. Um, and also Echo says that the Marauders um, digital signature is on a wanted list and they need to you know, do something about scrambling the signature um, so they can't be found as easy. Um, so they uh, they say they need to land soon so, so they can uh, adjust the signature so they can scramble it. Um, mm -hmm. And the nearest world is Pantora. Uh, Hunter agrees, and the adult clones exit the ship. Omega stares at the map and marvels about visiting there. Um, so they uh, they reach the planet, uh, go through the clouds, and they land in a, uh, a docking a hangar docking area. And uh, Wrecker grumbles about being hungry, of course. Wrecker's always of hungry. Course. And um, Tech reminds them their priority is the ship's signature. Um, and they're greeted by a, uh, you know, the guy who's in charge of the hangar. Sultan is what his name is. Yeah. Um, asks if they're there for repairs. And um, they need a minor calibration and some fuel. <laughs> The Sultistan, yeah, Sultistan wants, uh, wants to scan the ship in, and that's when Wrecker says, uh, is that really what you want to do? 
and uh, since th since Wrecker threatens him, um, this uh, soul stand guy um, offers to skip it um, for a bribe. You know, like you said, with a give me some money, um, and that's the the, the uh, tech has some money to give him. Um, but that's pretty much most of the money they've got last little little credits or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he he uh, goes into his office almost immediately when the guys leave the to go out um, and identifies himself as Rasper Six and is contacting uh a bounty hunter in an Omicron class shuttle. And she, she is a female bounty hunter summons, opens up a hologram of Omega and tells Rasper six to send her the coordinates and not let the clones leave. Yeah. So, uh, Okay, so we're back at the uh, station, the docking landing station, and uh, Gonky carries tools and Wrecker unloads explosives. Gonky. Uh, Wrecker is <laughs> unhappy about selling all of their uh, weapons. Uh, Any Hunter places one explosive charge and says this is the only thing that's worth money. Yeah. Uh, and he asks Wrecker to stay back and help with repairs. Um, this is when Wrecker claims they're going on a supply run. Uh, Echo is coming with. Um, Wrecker stays back and he uh, he sets up Echo with a disguise as a uh, cyborg and it has he's got those goggles on like uh what's his name tech has yeah it flips um, it down like a mask exactly like a almost like a welding mask or something yeah yeah and, and they're walking see through the, the streets and stormtroopers yeah so they kind of duck a little bit um, troopers watching omega Megas get is excited. Yeah, so um, everyone's you know celebrating the end mystified. of the Clone Wars. He's mystified. He's like, "Wow!" Gosh. We see another one of those uh, um, hologram things that's Admiral Rampart talking about exchanging money for chain codes and such, and no cost to uh, like we saw in Suklamai. Uh, Hunter thinks they should be faster because there's a lot of, uh, you know, Imperials around. Um, Things are changing fast, he says. Yeah, and the the wars war being over is a good thing, but um, Echo says it depends on what side you're on when that happens, which they aren't don't appear to be on the right side, I guess. Um, and they show we up that bin, they're at that vendor. Yeah. If he's looking at that doll. That vendor yep, is pretty funny looking. 
that comes up here in just a second. We see um, Wrecker and Tech working on a ship for a brief second, and then it switches to um, Omega at the vendor. Um, you know, Wrecker and, and Tech, he begins pulling a lot of the big parts out of the ship, and then it jumps to Omega. Yeah. Um, Hunter tries to sell the explosive to the vendor, and the vendor says no. Um, whatever she breaks, she gets to keep. She has to pay for. Um, and he uh, offers to sell Echo to um, the merchant <laughs> for 2,000 like, credits. Like, no, it was 3,000 credits. He wanted 4,000. They settled on yeah. 3,000. Yeah, he says, I'm worth more than that. I'm, I'm worth at least 4,000. Um, and like you said, they negotiate down. Uh, Echo complies. Omega takes interest in several, like you said, Vora packs in a box. She pats one, which snatches her doll. The Vora packs yeah. must be those little doggy looking things or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With that horn guy. Yeah, the horn guy was pulling the thing, the goat guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just noticed that. It's funny. Yeah, they got some weird looking people. Oh. A little, a little goat There's looking been. guy. There's um, and uh, Omega runs after the chase after the the cart with the uh, the doll, and like you said, we see Fennec watching her. Are you lost? Lost little girl? I know. I jumped ahead. Sue me. No, you're fine. Uh, okay, so the droid, la, 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 they're leaving. And Hunter realizes Omega's gone. Um, Omega's still running after the, the craft. And uh, she bumps into a got, which tells her to be careful. Um, <laughs> And then this this is like you said, this is where she meets Finnick and asks if Finnick is or if Omega's okay. Um, and she offers to help find her friends. Um, and she puts her armor under and, and they start to walk off. Uh, and the uh, guy at the shop sets up um, Echo to be the supervisor droid. Um and we meet what a the, female version of C-3PO. Was that a female version? Yeah, it's a female version of Protocol Droid. It's actually got the designation of CG-67, female okay. Protocol Droid. Um, Every time I see one of those, I just think C-3PO. Yeah, I mean, they look exactly the same. Except that one was shine. Was C-3PO was, was kind of brassy color, yeah. right? Well, this one was shiny, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. When, that, when you got the skin. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then there's a couple other droids. Um, the other droids want to report to Echo, um, probably because the other the the uh, protocol droid is is mean. Um, he he draws his blaster to suggest that he'll be in charge and not taking complaints from the protocol droid. Uh, 
Elsewhere, Hunter finds Omega's doll on a street on a street corner. Um, we see Omega and Finnick walking. Um, when Finnick asks if she's hungry, and this is where uh, Finnick bumps into a vendor, and a bunch of fruit comes out, and they help the vendor pick it all up, and she sticks one in her little bag while they're. Two. Finnick sticks one in her bag while they're picking up two. the fruit. She huh? sticks two in her helmet. Yeah, you're right. One in her, in her helmet. Uh, yep, in her helmet. They pick up the trader and, and mock on, and then she hands the fruit out. Uh, Omega complains because they didn't pay for it. They didn't pay for it. And Shan says it's okay sometimes to break the rules. Yeah. Uh, Omega asks uh, Shand if she's a soldier because she saw the uh, blaster. Yeah, she saw it. Yeah. And Omega says that that's why she and her friends. Have blasters because it's a dangerous place. Uh, well, oh, Fennec says the girl. A girl got to protect herself. Yep. Right? Yeah, yep. that's a lot. Um, and Hunter f- sees Omega and calls to her, uh, which Omega says that that's one of her friends when she's talking to Shan. Uh, and he, Hunter tells her to step away from the woman. And she replies that Omega and her were just getting to know each other. Uh, Hunter reaches out for a knife. Shan fires first with her blaster pistol. Omega grabs Shan's arm to stop her from shooting. Hunter throws a knife at Shan, who blocks it with an object before dodging another attack. Blah, blah, blah. I like like how how she... Puts her helmet on. It's like, oh, yeah. it's on. Cool. Uh, right. And then Shan grabs onto Omega's wrists and, and um, flees. And I guess bumps into Hunter and knocks him out, it looks like. And security what? guards arrive, prompting Shan to retrieve her pistol and flee. Uh, and then we go back to the ship where they're doing repairs, and Riker finds the signature key, uh, takes out the component, uh, Tech makes the adjustments, um, and we hear Hunter contact Tech and say that uh, Omega's been lost. Um, and that he needs some help. And he says that the woman is highly trained. Tech taps into the video system um, to find Omega and Tech, Hunter tells Tech to get the ship ready um, because once they get Omega, they're going to need to get out real quick. Um, and we see Tech complain that he needs some help putting all the parts back in because they got the ship all tore apart. And that's when 
that's when Echo replies and says, hey, I can help out. He brings all the droids he's got with him um, to, to go help out. They kind of, the protocol droid kind of protests a little bit, but um, eventually goes anyway, um, especially since he removes their restraining bolts. Um, We're we out see, of here. Yeah, and he walks out of the store and hands the restraining bolts to the merchant who is shocked to see that Echo is not a droid. Uh, and then we see uh, we see Shan still running after Omega. She goes down a manhole. Um, yeah, so same on the manholes that you saw that remind me of Mandalorian. Yep. Yep. There's those. And then we saw a lot of them use manholes quite a bit in, in the Rebels, too, I think. Um, going down below and whatever. And, uh, that's when Wrecker uh, tech spots her on the video cameras, and that's when Wrecker goes after her. Um, and we see Wrecker and her meet up in one of the tunnels that she's in. Uh, and Shan comes up upon them. And Wrecker tells Omega to climb up the ladder, um, which she does while Wrecker uh, attempts to fend off Finnick. And that doesn't go very well. Um, no, she uh, eventually knocks him out, uh, causing him to hit a, a lot of head injuries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, and like I said, it knocks him out. Um, she reaches the top of the tower, which is, is way up. It appears it's a big tower. It's, you know, 40 feet up in the air or something like that. She's on a really thin ledge. Uh, and then we shoot back to the to the spaceport and uh, Echo has got the droids working hard, programming and assembling the ship. Um, protocol droid still thinks she's in charge. Uh... And then we go back to Omega. Uh, and there's a blast at the door that causes Omega to stumble. And um, she grabs the ledge. Um, and she's dangling from the ledge. Hunter looks up and sees her there. Um, she begins to fall. And it looks like uh, Fennec Shan sticks her arm out and saves her. Um, and she noticed Shan notices that Hunter's uh, basically getting close, so she yeah, on the uh, cycle. she tells cycle. exactly, and she tells um she sees a a ship going by that's got a bunch of cargo on it. And she tells Omega to tuck and roll, and yeah, that's throws great. her towards that ship, and then jumps down herself. Uh. Wrecker finally wakes up and tech updates him. Um, Omega raises the, the lift on the truck. So everything starts to spill out. Um, looks like Fennec loses her blaster. Yeah, onto another ship, I think. Falls another through. ship. Um, an Aqualish driver listening to music in his cab. Um, 
No, that's, a driver, that's, rope. A driver, that's the driver of the of of uh, where uh, Omega releases the payload. He's yeah. not paying attention because he's listening to all the music. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. Uh, and then we see um, because there's stuff falling off. We see uh, some security guards also start to follow on a speeder bike. Um, Shan jumps on. The, yeah, Shan jumps on that um, driver's speeder and throws him out. Oh, she had to because the crap was falling out of the cargo. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Hunter Hunter flies over to the hovercraft and reaches out to Omega. Um, however, Shan bumps him with the hovercraft. Uh, security guards and the bikes she shoots at them um, Hunter almost hits another car Shan speeds off uh, let's see uh, he places a detonator Hunter places a detonator on the ship that Shan's on and uh she she jumps out in time before it explodes, uh, which gives Hunter some time to uh, to take Omega uh, away from her. Um, and we see Wrecker out there complaining that he's missing all the action. Um, then we go back to the base the space station and we see uh, the final diagnostic test indicates that the ship is operational and um, Echo tells the um, protocol droid that um, she's back in charge and can uh, they can leave. Go back to the shop. They can leave, yeah. And that's when we see um, Hunter and Omega arrive back at the shop um, and Tech tells Wrecker to hurry up and get back because he's still out there. Uh, he's so winded. <laughs> he's worn out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Wrecker soon follows, and uh, clones take off. The clones take off in their Marauder. As the engine fires up, the uh, the hangar manager runs out and says, "Wait, she hasn't paid me yet." You have to stay um, in space. Yeah. Uh, Hunter tells Omega that their opponent was a bounty hunter, um, but is unaware of her identity. Echo explains that a, that a bounty hunter is someone who hunts and targets people. Um, and that uh, Omega was the target. Hunter says they need to find out who this bounty hunter is. Um, and we see uh, Shan talking to the hangar manager. Yeah. Who tells her the, that he tried to stop them. And she throws him a, a credit chip and, and says to contact her when she, if he finds out anything else. Yeah. Um, walks away and removes her helmet. Um, she speaks on her comm link and says the target got away. So we, we need to 
know, who is she talking to? I don't, we don't know. Um, Boba Fett, not Boba Fett. Um, 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 um. Oh my god. Um, yeah, we don't know really who she's talking to. Whoever um, they, whoever. Um, I think the it's Empire, the the, the, the Empire, or It's the darn it. The emperor, the sluggy guy. Oh, um, Jabba. Yeah, I think that's all who it that is. Stuff, all that stuff went through Jabba, I thought. Maybe. Um, all the bounty hunting. No, I mean he used bounty hunters for a lot of stuff, but it was more, um, you Darth know. Vader. The crime lord, crime crime lord kind of stuff, not necessarily oh, okay. everything else. Because uh, Jabba was just a you know a crime lord. He 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 dealt with the empire a lot, but he wasn't you know exclusive. Um, I think it's probably the Kamoans. I'm putting out a bounty on her because they need her back for the next phase. Um, yeah, because they're like they're, they're, they're that's the whole thing. They're like. They're like at wit's end because they don't know what the, the new empire is going to do. Or, you know. Exactly. Because they, they can just enslave humans or enlist humans and make them into uh, stormtroopers. Brain, basically brainwash them into being stormtroopers. Yeah. Which is what we see in the, you know, the, the final trilogy. Um, that's what uh, Finn is. When he took his helmet off, yeah. When he when when that happened the first time I saw that, that we see that together. Yep. That was like what? They could do that. What? Take their, hum take their helmet they're off. Humans? Yeah. They're not <laughs> supposed to. Yeah, they're not supposed to though. Remember, he got reprimanded for taking his helmet yeah. off. Yeah. All right, so that was the entire episode. I'm going to do this real quick. We are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate with the ancients called Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Juan's oh, yeah. food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Moss Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week, is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each. Enjoy with our house of margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the Galactic Flamus Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza, imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. What? Two shrimp. That's what that means. Two shrimp. Okay. I, I did know. Dos Camarones. I, Camarones is shrimp. Not and like Azul, I Spanish. I know. I'm just telling you. Um, Azul is blue, so it's okay. it's uh, two blue shrimp. Ah, two blue shrimp, dos camarones azul. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, um, it's pretty good too. It's a so, blue blue beer. Uh, so the next episode, yeah, rampage. Yeah, which is uh, season one, episode five, rampage. Interesting. Um, and uh, Tech gives Crosshair, Crosshair's former comlink to Omega and tells her it's not a toy. It's mostly so they can communicate, especially when she gets lost like she did with Finnick. She can communicate with him. 
Um, and Omega asks where they're going, and he said they say to Ord Mantle. Um, since there was a plan to stay low, Hunter explains they need to find out uh, why the bounty hunter is after her. And Echo has an informant named Sid who might be able to help. Wrecker asks if they can trust Sid, um, prompting Echo to reply that the Jedi trusted Sid. What were you going to say? No. But I have a, I have a curiosity about this um, episode of where they where they end up end up, you know, Sid. Yep. The voice. Is the voice of Sid who actually Sarah from Mandalorian that runs that hangar? No. Um it sounds like her. Maybe a little bit. Uh, well, excuse me. I don't know for sure, but I don't think it's her. Um, let me see here. I think I can actually look it up. Excuse me. Let's see. Uh, credits, appearances. Let's see. Characters. What? Cast. Why is it not showing me anything? It's not showing me anything like I want to see. Um, I can look it up and we can, I can, we can find out about it later. I can't seem to find it right now. It's not letting me see the characters and stuff. We're in the show, um, like it usually does. Yeah. Probably because it's older or something. Um, but I know but it's voiced by. Quirk. Who? That was my only. Qu- only it, it just it just kind of yeah yeah it's 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 a, a familiar voice but we don't you know in, in animation you find out that a lot of people are, are the same person that's voicing it it's just they change their yeah. voice a little bit and stuff so it could be the same person we don't i don't know i don't know that information right now so um all right so back to uh they they give her the comm link and they say they're going to see Sid and um, you know, they tell or Omega that's not a toy and she keeps playing with it like a toy and keeps saying, I'm sorry, I know it's not a toy. And she, she's just having fun playing with the comm link. Hello. Uh, Are you there? Hello. <laughs> yeah. She's at the back of the ship. Uh, yeah. um, so they land their ship at an underground hangar on Ord Mantle. Um, they travel through the streets. Uh, and Omega, they, they, they're quizzing Omega on her the lessons they taught her about um, not trusting people and um, when to use the comm link. And uh, uh, they go down an alley to a subterranean cantina, which is frequented by a few aliens. Um, Echo mentions that he's never met Sid in person, but he's heard of Sid, and but he doesn't he doesn't know what she looks like. And Omega goes, 
You're Sid. <laughs> yeah. Omega finds who she is, but they're they're going around asking all the people there. You know, Hunter you goes to a transdosian. Are you Sid? You're Sid. Uh, and then he points. Hunter talks to an Athorian and a Wee Wee Way. Um, and that's when, like you said, uh, they all go around talking to different people. And uh, Omega says, "Hey, you're Sid, aren't you?" Um, and she goes, she goes, you, you seem to be a lot brighter than those people. Yeah, <laughs> you're a lot brighter, a lot sharper than your friends. Yeah. Uh, Hunter asked Echo if the Jedi, Jedi had other informants um, because they're not, you know, really happy with Sid. They're getting ready to leave and, um, Wrecker complains that they came here for nothing. Uh, and, you know, they start to realize that the bartender um, is Sid, uh, that Omega knows what she's talking about. Um, and they go back in a back room and uh, she tells that the Jedi were, were valued, um, valued her for insight. Um and the demand for her services has dropped since the Empire has come. Um, she remarks that she's never met a clone deserter before. Uh, let's see. Tex says they, they've separated due to fundamental I differences in ideology. Uh, the big word. Stop using big words. It's Saturday. Exactly. Um, Echo puts his uh, thing in his little arm in, in Sid's terminal. Hunter shows Sid a hologram of a mysterious bounty hunter they encountered. Um, and Sid says she doesn't know or recognize who that is. Um, but it's definitely a bounty hunter. Um, and ex Echo, Echo asks if they can hire her to find out. Um, and Sid replies, it depends on what they can do for her. Um, and they're shocked at the, the comment. And Sid, Sid says uh, that they, they need to pull a job for her um, to... Uh, she has some uh, mercenary work for them to do. Um, and she needs them she, she uh, talks to Omega about being the brains of the operation. They, she wants them to um, retrieve a kid named Moochie. Um, a kid. <laughs> and they say Moochie is taken by the Zygerian slavers um, on Ord Mantle and they're on the other side of the planet. Um Sid tells him it's going to be a 70-30 split on the um, bounty. It's not very fair. No, no it's not. Um, she says, take it or leave it. Um, and they, Hunter and um, Sid say they have a deal. Hunter gives her an intel stick. and Or she gives Hunter a, a, 
Intel stick saying it's got all the details on um, where they need to go. Um, and then we see the Bad Batch get in their ship and land. Um, Wreckers complaining about pain. I want one more ship. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Travel around space and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, they they approach and land, and uh, Tech says the the Zygerian slave traders are hiding in the ruins of an old Ord Mantle city. Um, and Omega asks what a slave trader is, so they explain. To her, that um, you know, it's someone who buys and sells people for credits. And she goes, um, "You can buy and sell people." Exactly, she does. She's surprised because she's wow. never heard of that. There's lessons in these cartoons. There's lessons, yeah. There's <laughs> lessons in every single one. What are you talking about? Um, tech adds that they they stand to earn a lot of credits to do this job. And Omega vows to rescue Moochie. Um, they survey the land, use their binoculars. You can see everybody looking, and then Omega's looking with her binoculars too, um, having all kinds of fun. Um, Wrecker asks if it's a smash and grab mission like they did in Kuat. Kuwait. What? Hunter orders uh, Omega back to the ship while they go out and um, find and split up and do everything. Hunter asks. She sure doesn't like being told what to do. Well, she doesn't like to be out of the action, I think. She's having too much fun when they're in the middle of doing whatever. Uh, Hunter tells Echo to go up high and Wrecker to draw out the forces. Um, Hunter and Tech are going to grab the kid, kid while they both cause a distraction. Yeah. Uh, Echo senses some movement and he's attacked by a large serpentine brizak, some sort of weird animal. Um, and the clones are soon captured by an electric net um, by the Zygarians. And we flash back to Sib- Sid's uh, bar and Bib Fortuna's there um, and asks about why there's a delay on getting Moochie. Um, says that his master's anyway. becoming impatient. So that is, that is for uh... Jabba. Yeah, Jabba. Yeah. Um, she tells Fortuna to reassure his employer that he will be reunited with Moochie soon. And uh, Fortuna issues some threats and hot teas, prompting Sid to say there's no needs for threats. To, um, she has her best people on it. And... We see, um, we go back to the Marauder where um, Omega and Gonky the droid are. Um, she's making some stuff on alterations on her um, 
doll and she hears um, some Zygerians outside. Um, so she hides and tells Gonky to hide, which the droid just kind of sits down and, and shuts off. Yeah. Um, she hides behind a seat. Um, and the Zygerians come in the ship and search around. And because she's small enough to, you know, kind of blend in, in with the seat there, they don't see her. Um, she escapes through a trap door out the um, bottom of the ship um, and hides behind a, a boulder uh, while they're still searching around. And the guard comes back on the radio and says the ship is empty and they all leave on their little speeder bikes. Uh, once Omega, uh, once they leave, Omega radios the Bad Batch on the comlink but receives no reply. Um, she gets, she's up on the uh, mountain, mountainous area, so she gets out her binoculars and sees that the clones have been captured and restrained. Um, Wrecker loosens the chains, um, and Echo is electrocuted by another guard and the uh, big old um, dragon thing flies around the leader's tower. Uh, a phalene girl, little girl crump cries. Um, and this is where Wrecker says that they're the cavalry come to rescue them. Um, Tech replies that this doesn't appear to be a standard military operation. Um, that they're not experienced in rescuing children from slavery. Hunter says they need to signal Mayor. Omega and let her know they've been captured, but their comlinks are way over there. Uh, and that's when Tech spots Omega on top of one of the buildings um, and tells the clones they don't need the comlink com to reach her. Uh, Zygarian slave leader inspects the captured clones, hoping to sell the four strong prisoners for a good price. And Echo protests because the Galactic Republic outlawed slavery. And that's when they again say that, you know, the Republic doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, Omega scuttles across some cables. Um, and Echo is able to get over to their weapons. Uh, she's climbing down a pillar and she happens to knock a rock off, which uh, draws more attention towards her. Um, and Wrecker distracts again by kicking another stone. And we see one of the guards beating Wrecker with a whip. Uh, he talks about feeding Wrecker to the uh, the uh, flying dragon thing. Uh, Empire Omega descends down and jumps on top of a large crate that's got air holes in it, and she looks down and sees a large caged animal. Um, and. Omega unlocks the cage uh, and she runs into the Zakarian guards and she says she's not sneaking out, but she's unlocking 
uh, the bolt. And the guards attempt to secure the cage, but the Rancar breaks the door open. Uh, and we see a little baby Rancor come out of the cage. He's so cute. Um, he's so cute. Uh, the clones take advantage of the dis- major distraction and break free of the trains and uh, rip off the neck braces. Uh, the uh, flying dragon thing um, joins the battle. Um, Omega pushes the Fallon girl who they who they she believes to be Moochie saying they are here to take her home and her father's speaks in Fallon and tells her that uh, the Rancor is Moochie. Points her. Points him. That's Moochie. And everybody goes like, what? Moochie, Moochie. <laughs> yeah. And they all like, oh my goodness, that's uh, bigger than we thought even more. <laughs> and Hunter, of course, tells them they need to capture the Rancor so they can get their intel from Sid. Uh... Echo says that he and Omega are going to get the other slaves to safety while the other clones find Moochie. Hunter tells them to go for the speakers at the entrance while Omega and Echo lead the liberated slaves to safety. Uh, Hunter go and then find the clone who is fighting several Zagarian guards. Um, Another guard fires a energy bow at Moochie. Um, Moochie leaps at the guard, causing him to fall from the tower. Uh, they converge energy on Moochie. Energy bow lands on the ground. Yeah, it lands on the ground, along with the guard. Obega gets it. In a little bit, yeah. Uh, then Moochie and the dragon have a little fight. Um, they, the dragon's tail keeps flicking at Moochie. Uh, Hunter throws. Moochie goes, Moochie goes Hulk on the dragon, blind dragon. Yeah. Hulk <laughs> kill. Uh, <Hulk's> back. <laughs> we see uh, one of the guards named Rainy uh, confronts Wrecker or Hunter and. Hunter is says he's going to take care of this this guard while Tech and Rector go after the Rancor. Um, and Ranny pulls out a vibro blade um, and wraps the the electric whip around Hunter's arm. And Hunter uses the arm to or the whip to pull the the guard closer. Uh, Echo and Omega take shelter behind rocks from the guards. And they make it to the speeder. Echo Echo retrieves the Zakarian energy bow, like you said. Um, And meanwhile, uh, Moochie is still causing havoc, breaking things and beating up people. Um, Our guys are kind of watching Wrecker and Tech. Uh, Wrecker asks how he's supposed to stop the thing, and Tech says that um, rankers, rancors adhere to a, a social hierarchy, and you have to challenge it for the for 
Alpha's authority. Um, Moochie and Wrecker begin to fight, it looks like, for quite a long time, right? Yeah. Um, back and forth. Uh, they start getting um, tired. Um, they go for each other. <laughs> Hunter finds a couple bikes, hunk, speeder bikes. Um, and Echo and Omega return to the rest of the group. They watch uh, Wrecker and Moochie fight for a while. Um, like you said, they're both getting tired, falling falling down. Um, Moochie finally drops in exhaustion and falls asleep uh, while Wrecker pats Moochie on the head. <laughs> and Omega talks about how cute Moochie is up close. He's fine. Um, yeah, they just he just she just wants to take her home. So later, um, we see Bib Fortuna again at Sid's with two girl girl Marion guards. You know the two that we probably saw fall off the cliff and Boba Fett. Um, Sid remarks that she, she is. Sid remarks that she is the presence of Jabba's right hand man, which is Bib Fortuna. Um, Fortuna says. Jabba demands an answer about Moochie, um, and she tells Bib to relax because she always keeps her promises, and Fortuna war warns her of the consequences of failure of this mission. Um, but then we hear Moochie roaring in the background, mm -hmm. and outside Omega is riding Moochie into to town with, as uh, Wrecker has Moochie on a muzzle. And we see Bib Fortuna rush out to Moochie and um, they get all cuddly and blah, blah, blah. Um, and they say goodbye to Moochie. Uh, everybody's sad that Moochie's leaving and, and whatever. And that's when Sid and Hunter slip into her office and Sid tells Hunter about the bounty hunter Phoenix Shand. Explains she's new. Um, she has already proven herself to be ruthless and cunning. Um, and when Hunter asks who hired her, Sid says uh, she is working on a direct commission. And she doesn't know exactly who. Um, then Sid warns Hunter that he will need friends and money to find out more. Uh Hunter admits they are not swimming in money and she gives Hunter the, their cut of the credits. Um, and she asks if they're looking for more work and Hunter says they, they'll think about it. And this is where we get the uh, uh, quote from Sid where she uh, says that um, a Hunter cal of Shan's caliber um, will take a lot of time to get rid of um, and she's Hunter frowns but Sid sheds, says she is good with secrets and that's when the show ends yep uh, so I mistakenly made two questions of the week out of the same episode um, <laughs> my first my first question of the week was um, will Will Sid keep bad the Bad Batches and Omega's secret? 
um, that they're on the run and, you know, she knows who Omega is and all that stuff. Do you think uh, she'll keep the secret? Yeah. I think she does throughout the uh, series. I can't remember. We see her talking to some people at some point um, during the series and kind of question that, but I think she still keeps her secret. Um, and my other question of the week was, is, is Moochie the, the rancor we see in the return of the Jedi in the uh, big pit that uh, Luke Skywalker falls into? That could be. You think so? Yeah. So we, uh, we get to see the bait, cute baby rancor and then it gets killed in the return of the Jedi. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think? No, I don't think so. I don't oh. know. Because that one guard um, cries out about it the when it gets mm-hmm. killed. You know, when its head gets crushed by the door? Mm-hmm. Um, the one guard cries about it. And I I can't remember what he says. Um, it could be Lucio. I raised him for my baby. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, and it could be Moochie. I don't know. Because... Um, he does say the name of it, but I can't remember what he says. I have to, I have to go watch that scene or whatever, but I, okay. I can't remember what, it, what he says. <laughs> um, so that's two episodes right there. Um, both yeah. of them are pretty short. They were like 30 minutes each or so. Yeah. Um, any outstanding things you need to talk about on them? No. There's quite a bit to happen in both of them, I think. Um, we're getting into the middle of it here because there's, uh, what did we say? There's uh, 12 episodes, I think. Is, is that right? Yeah. Um, so we're about halfway through now. Uh, we'll do two more next week. Uh, you know, there's a lot of excitement around the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, trailer. You know, Twitter's been crazy about it. And, yeah. Of course, there's the doubters out there too that are like, oh, this is going to be worse than um, the Book of Boba Fett, which I don't know. There's a lot of people that complained about Boba Fett in the beginning. Um, but now that, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a different kind of world nowadays because, you know, you and I were used to shows coming on and, you know, people watching them when they first come out. But with streaming now, people watch them later. And there's a lot of people that have watched Boba Fett later and like it. Um, I think it's just the, you know, the, the one-offs that don't like it anymore. There's, there's a, the community that likes Boba Fett and all that stuff is, is getting larger and larger um, with every week that people watch it. So I still see people on Twitter saying, Oh, I just watched the book of Boba Fett because, um, you know how people like like to watch stuff nowadays. They want to what they want to mm-hmm. wait until it's all done, and then they they watch the entire thing. They, they binge it. it. Yeah. Um, so I think you know that could happen with Obi Wan Kenobi too. But um, Obi Wan Kenobi is supposed to be another step above the Book of Boba Fett. It's supposed to be uh, lots of uh, you know things that were that we liked about the original series is are supposed to be in Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, we get some, we get some Darth Vader, we get some Inquisitors, we get, you know, all kinds of stuff that happens. So, 
looking forward to that. Should I run the outro, Scott? Are we done? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Johansson.us. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. Left hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R.K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle Jordan Hansen, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say goodbye now. Goodbye now. Bye bye. Bye now. Okay, let me turn off the recording so I can get my mouse over there.